Finger Guns Comedy. Finger Guns listeners, this is Adam. Uh, all my thingies out there, all the thingies out there out in the world. Uh, this is just uh, Finger Guns comedy where we do comedy stuff, uh, friends being friends, uh, t- chatting, doing hot takes, doing Very all stuff. Hot. Oh, Amelia's looking at me weird. Is it? Is this I a bad intro? I well, I still don't like the idea of thingies. You don't like thingies? I don't think it you don't sits call? very well. Okay, you don't think thingies sits very well? No, because then I just think of like the really bad uh, chicken fries at Burger King <laughs> for some reason. Uh, those are delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. No. This is probably why I, where no, I came I up with the name. So. Okay, no. well that's fair. Well, if you heard that <laughs> voice, uh, that is Amelia Gonzalez, part of the Finger Guns crew. Hey, Hello. what's up? Hi. Give a little shout or wave to the camera there. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, speaking of camera, go ahead and follow us on YouTube and Facebook <laughs> where you can see yeah. this live video mm-hmm. if you're uh, listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or any of that good stuff. Uh, we got a wonderful show today. Yes, this, very oh, wonderful. Boy, is this a fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, got, we are uh, joined by two guests. Uh, I know them because they are very familiar with this studio. Uh, I record their podcast. They're from the Bachelor's Own podcast. Uh, we got Michael Wally. And Daniel A. Duddy. What's up, buddy? Hey, great hey, to be here. Thank you for coming. This is so of the fun. Fingies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there you go. Fingies, uh, it, it bumped me a little bit when I heard it. But, uh, <laughs> okay. but I'm, so I'm, I, th- I might come around the on it. The more you say it, the more comfortable you are about it. It's great. <sighs> Just the fingies, fingies, fingies. I was yeah. more comfortable on the third time than I was the first. So yeah. I was like, I'm already getting there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but this is great. I feel like um, when you're a kid and like you have, a, you have a basketball game on Saturday or Sunday at your school. And uh-huh. so like you're in your school, but like the... But it's not like what you're used to Monday through Friday, and like the teachers oh. aren't there, and like the halls are dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so like yeah. I'm in the right like the place that I'm used to, but like totally like not even my same seat. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're, you're just I'm always in Amelia's seat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is going to be a fun thing because yeah. you guys have a, a fun podcast where you uh, talk, you break down Bachelor, you break down the Bachelor Bachelorette, and just like really treat it like a sport, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like speed speed dating. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't realize like there really is a lot of athletic skill and um, preparation that goes into it, and and strategy uh-huh. offensively and defensively. And I feel like we're kind of the first to pick up on that. And so we we kind of see ourselves as like the ESPN Sports Center of batch, of speed dating <laughs> coverage. Right. That's very much how it is. Yeah. I, I really feel like it's like a. If you analyze it, and I know nothing about about the Bachelor or Bachelorette, hmm. um, but, but you have been in love. I have been in love. I am married. <laughs> I'm currently married. Right. So you're kind of a winner, yeah. in the in the dating game. Yeah, right? I you already so. know much more than either of us do. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I was. I feel like after listening to the podcast because I'm there engineering it. I know one. I know a lot more about the Bachelor <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot about Bachelor in Paradise, uh, but I also know like. It's beneficial to be in to be in that show to like be dating. I think you're like almost kind of learning as if it is a bachelor. Like your podcast helps it in a way where if you're dating, you can kind of analyze this in like look at the game tape here. Like these mm-hmm. people, like this is how they fucked up. 
this guy was like really, really not cool about her sleeping with another man and stuff, even though that's the name of the show or something like that. And you kind of need to be open about that and see how he got voted off there or something like that. So exactly, yeah, it's sort of like um, when you're a kid and like you're watching the Lakers, you see Kobe do a move that you never seen before. You're like, you know, I'm gonna try that too. Play basketball again. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you try it on the blacktop and you completely land on your face, but right. you know, you know, now, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. But hey, exactly, yeah. only Kobe Bryant. Yeah. yeah, some people. Yeah, only. Maybe Cody can have sex in a windmill. Not everybody can have sex in a windmill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Was it Cody? I don't Peter. know. Uh, Peter. Peter was Peter. his name. Yeah. Pilot Pete. That's, yeah. that's I'm <laughs> sad that you know that. It's, yeah, because I haven't watched one episode. Yo. Oh, my God. Uh, Amelia, are you a Bachelorette? Bachelor I'm not. Fan? No. 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 Not. I think I watched one episode of Bachelor in Paradise, like when it first came out. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't sit there and sit and watch all this stuff. I happening. understand that, but I will say that this season of Bachelor in Paradise, like, like wow, like I would highly recommend give it one more shot. Okay. Oh, like, really? So is oh, it right. worth like taking it some time like, of, my, of my time? I would say, yeah, uh, for a Monday and Tuesday, hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I look forward to. It. <laughs> I, would, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a Friday, but it, it, it is a Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, please. I would say this too. It's it's a great, much like other sporting events. It's great to watch with your friends. You know, yeah. it's a good bonding activity with a bunch of people. Yeah. You get you get some snacks, you get in front of the TV, and you just make fun of everyone you see on screen. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's most, right. Do you guys... Uh, now, I'll ask you a little bit about the show, because that's one thing I did appreciate is I when I first like kind of started doing it with you guys, I was like, oh, it's a joke. You know, <laughs> like... Oh, they're making, they're almost making fun and of the people that watch it. Voice. Oh, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. But as I was listening, it's like, you guys are 100% real about how you love the show and also are invested in the characters in it as well. Uh, no, that's, that's absolutely we're, right. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, that's, we're that's all absolutely in. Right. And, and then that's not, I'm not, uh, yeah, not to like, I'm not saying like, it's like, that's a bad thing or, or anything. So I, I would say, uh, for me, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, this, is a, these people are fans of this show and they are heavily invested in it. And it's not necessarily, to, yes, like you were saying, like to make fun of the people. It's like, come on, come on. Like, <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. You know, you could watch Game of Thrones and recognize that Cersei's a horrible person. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. You, you don't need to love, everyone doesn't have to be your best buddy to be able to enjoy something, you know? That's like, true. You're able to go, oh man, she blew up the Sept of Baylor. That sucks. <laughs> and, like, you know, that same thing with The yeah, Bachelor. You'd be it's like, like, damn, Blake, what are you doing, Blake? <laughs> you blew, blew up it, the but... Sept of Baylor. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> They're doing that all the time in Paradise. Just blew up the Scepter of Baylor. <laughs> it's filmed on the Game of Thrones set. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. A very weird the crossovers. <laughs> yeah, the throne is in the boom boom room. Right? <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah, well, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a fun show, so everybody should should definitely t check it out. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're we're having a blast and uh, having a blast doing it with you and ah, doing yeah, it here. I appreciate. Yeah. It. No, I appreciate. It. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad in the dark season when you guys aren't are coming in to record uh, every, <laughs> every week. Every uh, week. But um, so we're gonna get straight to these hot takes. I think. Mm. I think we're gonna we're we're burning hot today. Very hot. We're burning hot. I literally. I I think I have a cold. Uh, <laughs> I do have currently a cold, oh, okay. so I'm excited. Um, <laughs> this is your microphone, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking a little, uh, a little to the right. side for me. That'd be great. Uh, no, uh, who wants to go? I understand all of y'all have a, bo both of you have a hot take. Um, yes. Who uh, would like to go first? I guess I'll go first. I'm, I'm oh, okay. Love it. Burning hot about it right burning, now. Burning uh, hot. Pretty passionate about it. So on the at first blush, this is not going to seem like a hot take. Okay. So okay. The, the take itself is that friends 
is a good TV show. <laughs> Ooh, we've had this debate before. I've told you this before, but yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Now, you know, based on the ratings, based on the viewership, that might seem like, well, duh. Everyone watches yeah. Friends. We've all mm-hmm. seen it. But if you've been on the internet for half a second and seen any of the BuzzFeed articles, you know, every think piece, every internet pundit yeah. comes online and they go, you know, Friends actually kind of sucks. Friends is a really shitty show. Oh, right. man. Yeah. Have you seen how problematic Friends is? And uh, I think that's all bullshit. <laughs> Friends is po- pro- problematic. I uh, mean... Well, uh, that's a, that's some headlines that we've that's seen. A, yes. That's a headline. And sure, Friends might be problematic. <laughs> but I don't think that factors into it sucking any more than any other show from the 90s. That's it factors true. into that's it true. sucking. Everything is problematic in the 90s. <laughs> because uh, this is America. It was really fucked up. It's still pretty fucked up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I. Why are you putting <laughs> friends on the cross, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't pick any of the other disciples to put on a cross for uh, for Jesus. They picked the top guy. So I think they're picking friends because that's the top. That was the top one. That's everybody talked about. <laughs> did and, we just go biblical? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> With friends. Yeah, it is Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, this that we're recording Sunday. this. So uh, fresh out, fresh Pastor out of church. Adam <laughs> just <laughs> preaching about friends oh, and yeah. how like Ross's rock- sandwich was still on a Passover. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think, okay. So in what ways do you think it's good? So I think from a comedy perspective, and this is, I think, where the hot take is at its hottest. Oh, okay. I think it is a fundamentally good and funny show. Okay. I think it is a show where the jokes work, most of them work, and the ones that don't work, it's about contextualizing them and seeing them through a certain light. I think the show in, at its basis in a sitcom format I think it's one of the best sitcoms of all time. I'll just I'll just say that. All right. Okay. Outright. Okay. Best sitcoms of all time. Absolutely. Now, now, are you thinking like the first two seasons or like what about that? Weir- I'll give like, not only when that. Chandler was clearly in like a weird drug spiral. Chandler was in a clearly weird drug spiral, mm-hmm. uh, and he fought through that like a champ. <laughs> I would say he that fought through a drug spiral. He he sure did. He sure he he showed up on set. And he showed up, and he was uh, out of shape and <laughs> overweight, and clearly coked out. But do you remember still- the, the wedding episode where, like, a season ended and he was like two hundred twenty pounds, and then it, <laughs> when the next season began, he was like one hundred eighty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to you at this wedding? <laughs> some bad shrimp. Yeah, that was some bad shrimp at the wedding. No, man, uh, Chandler was. I, I would say Friends was good. Up until so that's the other thing. Most sitcoms, even modern sitcoms, they die out after five or six seasons. Yeah. Even if they don't end, the quality uh, regresses. I would argue. I think Friends went nine or ten seasons. I'm not sure. Pretty long. Yeah. yeah I would say the last half of the last season was where it started to go. Oh, you could see now that they they're phoning it in. <laughs> you could see now that the jokes aren't as selective. That this isn't quite to the standards that they put it up. But Friends went for a long time at a consistent clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you uh-huh. knew what to expect in, in terms of quality. Okay. I I would probably disagree with you on that. <laughs> Only because I haven't watched a lot of it, but there's a reason why I stopped at, at a certain point. I think because the show was so based on shipping, 
uh, Ross and Rachel for a lot of it. Yeah. And then there was that moment where they got together and it was like, we were on a classic line. We were on a break, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it muddied the waters of like kind of what charming, what was charming about the show, especially because Ross's character was so boring. Uh, and his only want was Rachel, essentially. You know, I actually, I loved Ross season one, and then season two on, I couldn't stand him. Right. Yeah, because he was mostly like, I got to get Rachel. I got to, like, oh, yeah. I love her so, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would argue, I mean, I don't know, that's not really central to my to my argument, but I would argue that actually Ross just started getting, you know, that's when he got good. <laughs> was Because he, he started becoming the Eeyore of the group. Yeah, he was so, you know, he was the guy that was married too much, and he was just mm-hmm. the butt of every joke. Right. And just everyone shit on him, and it was, it was great. And it, at a certain point, he even realized that he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, I'm Ross. I'm hanging out with the <laughs> naked guy. There are some meta jokes in there. Yeah. For sure. From yeah. season three on, it sounded like he had a cold. Like he was so nasally and <laughs> yeah. snuffy and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, he's kind of a, uh, he kind of is the Eeyore. Uh, Chandler's clearly the Tigger. Uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Is Joey. Is Joey. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. he just, he, I think I'm kind of seeing this. Uh, <laughs> and Phoebe's Christopher Robin, who like comes to play with you a little bit, but then goes off and really does her own thing. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows what she goes on. She in a completely different world. Yeah, 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 exactly. Literally. Yeah. Uh, I love that time where she was like, Oh, I gotta tell Denise about this, and the other five look at her like, "What?" Do you, and she's like, "Denise, my roommate. I talk about her all the time. That's What's wrong?" Fun. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that was fun. great. Yeah, because you never. There, there's a point where you don't even go to see her apartment ever. We right? know nothing about her. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think, Amelia? You're a pretty big yeah, friends fan. Yeah, I'm a pretty a good advocate for friends. You're a friend to like, friends. Uh, I am a friend of friends. Yeah. Uh, I actually watching it a couple times. I realized how. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like how advanced it was for like during its time. Oh yeah. Like about uh like gay marriage and then like having to share a kid with like like parents separated and everything. That's true. Maybe Definitely just... the most advanced show with six white people. <laughs> yes. I mean like yeah. Not, it's New York, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not one Puerto Rican. <laughs> Yeah, or <laughs> or African American. Yeah, definitely. I mean, later on, yeah, they brought a couple people in. Like, did they? Season one, they brought in um, what's Bradley her name? Bradley Pitt. <laughs> Bradley no, Pitt. Uh, um, or, oh, I got you, uh, Aisha Taylor. Yes, oh, Aisha right, Taylor. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then they also brought in uh, Ross's girlfriend when he came back from that archaeological. Uh, I can't talk. Archaeological right. dig. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What was her name? I don't know. I I stopped watching after two. It was like, yeah. No, it was before Emily. Okay, she's British, so I don't know that we're talking about diversity. No, it was like- (laughs) I don't think they have to be from the country. It was an Asian girl. What was her name? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcel? That's not- (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that out. I mean, that's- Okay. Now that that's actually a really really good point. Progressive is the name I was. Yeah, yes, sorry. progressive. Yes, that's the word. Ahead of its time is also another thing. Correct. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So, best sh- like a really good show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you qualify as a good show? Because that seems subjective mm. a little bit. Like, are you saying laughs per minute? Are you saying like progressive? But like uh, like other shows have been in the past. Well, art art is subjective for sure. And if you if you were to throw down laughs per minute, and I, I do think that is something that Friends does well. Yes, but, I, I would agree. You know, I, I think there are qualities to laughs. And I guess the only thing I could say is that I find it better than most of the sitcoms. Now. I, I think it's stronger than Big Bang Theory. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Easy. for sure. Yeah. You know, I, I think it did so many things. That it's hard to say. It's hard to give art like a, you know, a... Right. A statistical breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is what you guys do on your show. So <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. No, I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, if if I could, I would say that 
friends had tons of great bits that weren't just all right. So you, I'll, I'll get it. I'll be a comedy nerd. Okay, yeah, please. All right, I'll yeah, be a yeah. comedy nerd. That's what the show is. Yeah. In Ace Ventura Two, never heard of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the uh, there's a bit when uh, a guy with a monocle walks in. Uh huh. And Jim Carrey goes. It's the Monopoly guy. Do you yeah. guys remember that? Yeah, lovely. I, lo- I love that part. It was a funny bit. However, <laughs> the Monopoly guy, that is a contrived thing from that world. They created a guy that looked like Mon- the Monopoly guy uh-huh. so that Jim Carrey could call out, it's the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Whereas Friends jokes would m- mostly come from organic, real-to-life situations uh-huh. okay. about dating about you know things that came from the characters that already existed they didn't need to bring someone in and go hey isn't that a weird looking guy i'm gonna make fun of him but wouldn't you argue though like a lot of it is about all of them kind of hooking up with each other at a certain mm-hmm. point there's like too much there's a lot of plot based like a lot of shit laying being laying down of like chandler and monica secretly that's like a season arc and stuff yeah. And if we're talking like comedy comedy, like Seinfeld never really had like plotty relationship shipping stuff. Sure, but I, I don't think I think Seinfeld is what I definitely put as the best of all time. Okay. And I think what Seinfeld did really well was it had jokes that came from organic situations. And I think Friends did that too. I think, you know, Chandler was a character who was uh, you know, like sexually uh, repressed and scared and they grilled him for it. Uh You know, that's a real thing. And and Ross was someone who struggled in relationships and Rachel was someone who was, um, you know, it wasn't just about her relationship. It was about her not being like a Long Island spoiled girl and not growing up. And, you know, at times for sure were the characters like a little bit you know, they were fuzzy. A little in fuzzy. The beginning, yeah. But at the same time, I, I think they were as real as, you know, anything else. I, I think like tropes. There was like real tropes. Well, they were they were tropes, but they were also I don't know. I, I think they are more real to human interaction than I've never hung out with scientists, you know, <laughs> that like didn't like you know, I I don't think the yeah. Big Bang Theory you can just characters. Stop it. I've never hung out with scientists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where they had like that, that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Big Bang Theory characters are real people. That's uh, not a real thing. Okay. Raj yeah. not being yeah. able to talk to women, like, is I'm sure something that happens, but like, that's much more rare than Playing Chandler. On, the, on a stereotype for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I was actually on a a, a first uh, Hinge date a, a month or so ago, and I said, "What shows do you like?" And she said, "Oh, my favorite is The Big Bang Theory," and, uh, I'm, and I'm definitely and a Sheldon. <laughs> I, I didn't walk out, but like, I couldn't wait for the check from that. <laughs> Yeah, she I said like, she was a Sheldon. She said, "Yeah, she was." Isn't a, that yeah. like the guy with? Like, she brought that up herself. She's like, "Oh, I'm definitely yeah. a Sheldon." Of the, <laughs> what <yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> I mean, and uh, if any, Sheldon is the most real character from that show. In that, if he is in a depiction of of someone with autism, but uh, so she had that yeah. going for her anyway. <laughs> yeah. like, just the fact oh that she like Big Bang. You know, also yeah. the smartest and funniest part of the show. Okay, <laughs> but, cool, dude. <laughs> you know, if, if 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 you have autism, great. Maybe you can relate to Sheldon. But otherwise, I don't think Sheldon is a, is a is a real type of. Person. Yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I think you brought up a really good point, Adam. Um, I, for me, 90 sitcoms, the the epidemic of it was they were <laughs> they were they were so littered with this need to be like 
okay, let's let's hug and learn at the end of it and get the music yes. really yeah. soft. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And, it, and it never rang true. It was so sent- sentimental. And yeah, it's like an epidemic of catharsis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seinfeld to me was the first show to say we don't we don't need to do that. We don't care if that's an itch of yours in the audience. Yeah. We are not going to scratch it. We're yeah, going to yeah. do our own thing. Because how many shows in the '90s had a special episode or had a uh, had a or especially in the '80s too, like the um, I. I got touched by a guy in the back of a bike store episode sure. or something like. I forget, right, what yeah. is that like? Uh, Every show has a <laughs> bike store guy, <laughs> or, the, or the, the teen drinking episode and yes. stuff like that. Oh yeah. god! Uh, I remember Family Family Matters when Urkel goes to the party, and this is also where <laughs> Do the Urkel comes in, but it's also telling uh, Laura. He's also telling Laura not to drink because it's a rooftop party, and uh-huh. it's just like fuck off, <laughs> like Do the Urkel. <laughs> But <laughs> like, do, oh, do the Urkel, which also include not drinking. That was like part of the the dance as well. Oh uh, and then you know, obviously Seinfeld and friends come out from from there. They're not really doing that either. Yeah. So like Seinfeld was kind of like, we're not going to do that at all. And then friends was like, we'll, we'll do that for you a little bit, but we'll do it in a smart way that rings a little more true. Okay. And that's what I feel like. I do feel like they accomplished. Wait. That. So you guys are really. You're really making it easy on me. I kind of want to get angrier. Like, <laughs> I thought I'd have to wait well, harder for this. It's 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 hard because I mean again, it was the be- it was the rated the best show in in the in the mm-hmm. 90s and it's only through uh, a kind of revisionist lens right now that people are saying, "Oh, it's bad." Or it's we're looking through different perspective. It, it, it because it was from a different era, now almost 20 years, yeah. our lenses have shifted to be like, well, we have to look things through a, a, a blind casting lens, a, a feminist lens, mm-hmm. a, uh, uh, you know, just kind of like, um, well, just overall representation lens uh, yeah. of things. And back then, they were just doing the best they could or whatever. Right. Uh, and it's really just a matter of like, well, do you think that's acceptable or not? And I, personally... I mean, I never watched it growing up either, so I, I didn't really think it was that good, except for when I rewatched it with, uh, you know, because it was on Netflix, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, this is, this is pretty good." And then after oh, it shit. just got boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, all right. Then there's my hot take. Well, no, but let, <laughs> let me let me throw this at you, Daddy. Is I I I feel like it was legitimately a good show too, but I, there were occasions like occasionally one that sticks out to me is when Ross was like sitting on the couch and he was like. Uh, it, he was like hawking some product. He's like, he's spicy. And then the crowd started laughing. And I was like, that wasn't a real laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't actually let. Yeah. That was just him like overperforming the line. And uh-huh. I, I did feel like Friends was littered with that kind of thing a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know what? How about I do this? I say, I'm going to say, you're, you're, so your hot take is saying that Friends is actually good. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that, I mean, compared to TV shows now, it's not. It's not good. Yeah, doesn't hold up. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna raise the bar a little. I'm gonna bit. I'm gonna raise it okay. up because I, I don't I don't think it holds up. It definitely doesn't, especially if we're looking at comparing it to things that are in the in the now. Like I was saying with the lenses, uh, it doesn't. I don't think it holds up really at, at all. Well, I think Spe- it's, it's especially because of it's the multicam thing, and that's gone on the way of the dodo for sure. The multicam thing is tough, yeah. right? So, and to to respond to Michael Wally's point. To respond to your point, it is. It is It is shackled by this format. And I think with multicam, because there's a laugh track and because there is a laugh per minute type of quota, you know, you could have a show like, uh, like Louie. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you could have a show like Girls where girls... 
Speaking of like looking things through a yeah. different lens now. Okay. Well, early season. <laughs> I guess of, both of those, dude, those are bad examples. See, <laughs> see that Lena Dove is also a piece of shit. See, all right. Yeah. No, that is that is tough because, right, it's like the, the show itself is good, but the artist wasn't. And it's yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. fine, yeah. Give, me, give me a I third. I got so like Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Barry, Barry, perfect. You could have a show like Barry. Barry, perfect. Where Barry is. <laughs> wait, is that problematic? <laughs> no, no. No. Barry. Like, <laughs> don't worry about it. Just oh move on. It was, it was just the joke of the day, but don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> I just in like awe. I'm not gonna explain it. No, I'm you gonna, have to explain this. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna just very instead of very instead of very. That's, oh, like okay. the pun? Yeah, like a pun of very. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah, so that was it like was a friend's worth joke right there. No, yeah. that, that pun was on Rye right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Barry is a show that the whole show, the whole episode could be leading to one joke, yeah, right? Uh-huh. It could all be constructed to to one or two jokes. Whereas Friends, <laughs> it had to have a joke happen every twenty seconds, and I think it's a lot like rap, where mm. there's a lot of things in rap where the concept, like it, it has its own format that constrains it in a little way that you expect it to rhyme. You and there's certain like you expect it to you know for the most part to be a diss on other people. Uh-huh. If Jay Z comes on the mic and goes, "You're now tuned into the motherfucking greatest," in other mediums you might go, "Huh, that's a little conceited. That's a little cocky." But that's the the format of rap. That's what you do. Uh-huh. It's like you the, know? Re- the requisite to start. Like yeah, that. that's that's part of it. I think friends, you know, you're in a sitcom. You have to fill out those. You kind of yeah. let those go. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you let some of those jokes go, and, and you'll know to, to treasure the good ones. And yeah, so you're you almost, have to. You're almost saying, like, looking back at, like, other music styles and comparing it to rap, like, uh, well, I mean, we all know that rock and roll music has gone to the level of, like, ACDC and, like, fucking Motorhead or whatever. But if we're looking back at, like, old school Led Zeppelin, like, that's what it was there. Like, it was just metal was you know, some guitar and mostly like bluesy type of stuff, yeah. but it's not double kick pedal and like raging and, and raw voice type shit. Like it's filling out what the genre is at the moment, I would say. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and you you have to kind of, and it is very cool when you work outside of that framework, but for the most part, if you did that every, t- like people would be lost. You right. know, you, you stay in, within that Another framework. Another Laws, I love. I could talk about that too. <laughs> lot uh, of another hot laws. takes on yeah. <laughs> A lot of hot takes for that too. Uh, yeah. Okay. I. I'm. I'm. Uh. I, I feel like there's a lot to explore there for sure. I, I feel like the there's one thing I would say is that um the uh the idea that friends compared to something now like well give me something now that, like also like let's just say uh it like, has to be a sitcom has to be a sitcom yeah. right so let's say Good Place. Good place, perfect. One, yeah. uh, it was, it can be. There's, it's not only like it pushes the line. It's like hard fucking laughs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's edited in an insane amount of where you can actually get more jokes in, and they actually bank on people going back and watching watching the show and getting all those jokes. Whereas, um, whereas Friends, they kind of had, they were constrained by this. So it is honestly look like going back to like a slower song back in the day. Um, and I would say Friends is better than The Good Place. <laughs> wow. I would wow, say wow, that. Wow. I mean, I've, I think, yeah. I mean, if we're looking ultimately at the bigger 
I don't know. I that's a hard that's no, a hard thing to say. Fight me on it. Fight me on it. Don't don't give it to me. Fight me on it. I just I, I mean let me work for it. Okay, well, here's what I would say. Uh I mean the characters are probably more interesting. It's a more interesting story. Uh-huh. It's it's more inventive. There's more uh it goes to different places, uh literally, and it's kind of just a not a, as straightforward. It's very creative. It's a creative show. Yeah. This is what I kind of feel passionate about. I, I, were you ever challenged by friends, Daddy? I was never challenged. I never, was felt, never challenged. I, was, I never felt, felt challenged yes. by friends. Absolutely. On a joke level? Absolutely. You were challenged by the oh jokes? My, oh, my God. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that I one. Challenged. <laughs> challenged to laugh at that. <laughs> I don't think the good place is that funny. So I think so. To me, the good okay. place, okay. the good place, it's kind of like sushi, right? You guys ever see Jiro dreams of sushi? Yeah, yeah. Where Jiro comes in and he just puts a hunk of fish on the plate, and that's it. It's a hunk of fish, a little bit of rice, <laughs> and, then and that's it, sushi. and calls it sushi. And everyone else, they're like building, like you know, they they're taking a flame out, they're uh-huh. frying things. Uh-huh. There's like a sushi mountain and all these other things, all these bells and whistles. Doesn't matter. Jiro has the best grade of fish. That's what makes it good. Friends, good place, isn't that funny to me? I, I don't think it's that funny. It's philosophically interesting. Yeah. Yes. Premise-wise, really cool. Uh-huh. There's twists. There's turns. Talk about uh, lesson of the week, though. Talk about 90s. <laughs> you know, uh, you we know, all have to feel about something. I was going to say this real quick. When you were like Barry and girls and then even Louie, uh, R.I.P., uh, <laughs> they... It's almost like the epidemic of catharsis now because, I mean, how many of those episodes or those shows had serious episodes? Like where there isn't a, there's maybe one joke, and the, but the whole time is like fairly serious. Huh. Yeah. There, whereas, I mean, yeah, there wasn't just a straightforward sitcom like this is Laugh Town. And here's, oh, here's <laughs> what we're going to do. The Office. You can't, I mean, come on. The Office, I'll give you. 30 Rock, I'll give you. Okay. Good Place, I think, is actually, it's like emblematic of what we have now taught ourselves to believe a good sitcom is. And it's because it's telling us things. Uh It's telling us philosophy. We're learning from it. Yes. Okay. But Uh that's not necessarily funny. I mean, and you know what? Subjectively, you could find it funny. I definitely don't find it funny. I don't find any of the characters really that interesting. I feel like the acting is kind of like just, you know... it feels like a weird, they're, you know, they're in hell. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense when you think about it. <laughs> there's there's no situation. Uh, you could be in New York and you could have roommates and that could be problems you're right, you're that right. you have. Yeah, and this is a subjective argument in that, like, yes, this is, Friends is, is baseline, boom, this is what you get, Friends. Yeah. Good place? Okay, we're going to have to explain, we're going to lay some pipe here. Yeah. Uh, every season, we're going to be like, well, this, then this, then this. Friends did have that quality of we're resetting. Uh, Isn't at that the end just of the format of like sitcoms now that you need to have like one big yes. story, serialized version? Yeah, of which stuff. is why Friends is kind of easy because you can just pop open any episode and you don't have to follow anything. Yes, you just have to follow that That's true. episode. Friends is an easy, easy show, <laughs> and you have to be easy to. <laughs> It'd be like it. It's one of those shows where you can just come back with a sandwich and then like just throw a dart at your Netflix and be like, all right, whatever season, whatever yeah. episode, it's, and you'll probably yeah. have yeah. a good time. It's almost like listening to like the Beatles' best of. Just put that shit on random, and yeah. it'll probably be fine. Because and I, it's, yeah, that's that's beautiful. If Chandler comes <laughs> on and he's like, 
Oh, this parachute's a knapsack. Is that a show, though? Is that a show? Well, now, because back then, they could have just watched. The ratings were really good. So, like. Yeah, that's true. Now, if you watch Friends now, you're just like, what am I watching? I'm not watching. I'm not learning anything. I'm not progressing. I'm not taking things away from this. I'm just laughing at anything stupid like Ross says. I, <laughs> I, I Never once did I laugh at anything <laughs> stupid Ross said. It's mostly Chandler. God lo- God love Joey. Did you, okay, before we uh, we move over to Mike's uh, hot take here, um, did you watch the show, Joey? Uh, I watched like an episode and a half. <laughs> Not a fan. No, nah, that was pretty bad. Okay, yeah, that I makes sense. I have to watch this. I feel like I'm going to like it. What, Joey? Yeah. I feel like Joey needs a survivor's group. Like, <laughs> I watched every episode. I watched every episode. It was not what I was expecting. That's I was holding point. out hope. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Michael Wally, yes. uh, what's the hot take? We're going to move over to, to that one. Uh, another hot take today. We're burning hot today. Burning hot. Thank you. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you so much for Dan- Danny. That was great. All right. Michael Wally, what you got for us? So, uh, I didn't do this on purpose, actually, but... Uh, this is, I feel like this fits really well. Uh, so Duddy gave us a thing uh, from the 90s where it's a, a thing that people generally recognize as being top five, and he's saying it's it's maybe the greatest. Okay. I'm going to do the reverse a little bit. I am going to take you to the 90s. I'm going to take something that people recognize, almost the consensus is that it's the greatest. And okay. I'm going to say, mm, maybe top five. And that is uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He is recognized as being the best... <laughs> Everyone says he's the greatest basketball player, if not the greatest athlete. Okay. Didn't know his okay. name was Le- Jeffrey. Did not you legit? I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to f- do this at all because it just sounded like a sports name. Michael Jordan. Okay, great, great, great. Thank okay, you. Cool, 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 cool. Just- Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I, I saw the I saw the fear in your eyes, and I just like did, like, did I fuck it up? I was, just I was like. I was like, whoa, no Michael Jordan fans. There well, there's okay. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. Maybe you were like, it yeah. was like he, I didn't know. He took over the middle initial. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're all millennials here, man. <laughs> no, okay. so I'm talking about the, yeah. the, the first Michael Jordan that we all fell in love with as a nation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Number 23 for the, for the Chicago Bulls. Um, everyone says he's, um, he's the greatest basketball player ever, maybe even the greatest athlete ever. Actually, when ESPN, they did their 100 greatest athletes thing when we were kids, and they had Michael Jordan as number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one really argued with it. I, I remember, like, in uh, uh, EA Sports, like, NBA, like, 1998, mm-hmm. you couldn't even get Michael Jordan because he was too good. He would have destroyed. It was, un- it was unfair. You had, yeah. to get, you had to get, like, a secret character that looked exactly like Michael Jordan <laughs> that was number 23, and it was, like, named Player One or something. something you had to unlock it or something like that, yeah. And one of the... The tough regrets of my life is that I think that NBA Jam is is nearly a perfect game, <laughs> and I and I say nearly perfect because it was produced, it was uh, put out onto the market the, that weird year and a half that Michael Jordan was playing baseball. Oh, and so the Bulls are Scottie Pippen and whichever scrub you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> them. and I was like, man, if you take if you take how perfect NBA Jam was, but yes. have Jordan and Pippen have in Jordan, that yeah, game, yeah, yeah. oh my god, what a great game that would be. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not here to say. That Michael Jordan wasn't great. I'm not here to say that he wasn't out of this world outstanding. He absolutely was. What I'm here to say is that if this were if this were a civil trial where I'm the judge and it's like it is is he probably the greatest? Then I would say okay, yeah, I think I think I'll rule in his favor. Were this a civil trial? Were this a civil trial? Uh-huh. Yeah. If this were an all out trial, like is there a, a sliver of doubt here? Is there any doubt here? Gotcha. Okay. I'm gonna bring up some things. Where I say, you know what? I'm not gonna rule in his favor. I feel like there's. Five. Uh, I'll say six people you can look at. I, I'll go well, with before we go there. Yeah, uh, Amelia, how familiar are you, you with Michael Jordan? I, I know who Michael Jordan is, <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, Danny, how, how how you feeling about Michael Jordan? Uh, I probably know a little bit more about Michael Jordan. Okay, I am not 
uh, my basketball knowledge is not up to par with Michael Wally's. Okay. That said, I, I think I can hold my own on this. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm a big I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. Uh, okay. Oh great! Okay, so let's 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 right. rock. This will be fun. All right. So I feel like there's there's five people that you could make an argument for being the greatest. MJ being one of them. Uh, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James, and Will Chamberlain. Larry Bird is not nowhere on this on that on and that list. I'm I'm a Boston guy as much as I would yeah. as much as I would love what to say that. He, uh, uh, more like to- top ten. Okay. Fuck. Top- hey, Steve. Fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Uh, he's one of the co-hosts. Sorry, Steve. You sound like a great. I wish I could help you out there. Larry, Larry Bird is not top five. Okay. Uh, legendary, legendary player though. But anyway, um, so Michael Michael Jordan. He has a couple things in his favor. One, I think he came out at the perfect time for mass media. With you look at Will Chamberlain, he was playing in the horse and buggy days, uh-huh. where people NBA players were getting paid like forty grand a year at the time. Like uh-huh. it was, it was not the billion dollar market that it is today. People were finding out. About his 100 point game by shipping a bottle letters <laughs> like people like like no, no no one really remembers what Will, Will Chamberlain was like so th- and that makes it hard right. to argue that yes. no one really saw him play uh huh um, they were they were they were talking on like little tin cans with strings oh. and like, have you heard about Will Chamberlain <laughs> yeah. it's like no no I'm coming no saw the seven foot player put up 100 points in Madison Square Garden it was amazing <laughs> it was, oh my god. Then, seven foot, really? Uh, which, oh, Wilt, he was, yeah. I think he was seven one or something oh, like that. And, and back then... It, I didn't know. I've never seen a picture of him. And, <laughs> and back then, most other people, I think the average height in the league was like six foot two at the time. So oh, like, shit. And so, and that's another thing. Um, people aren't going to call him the greatest or Kareem because they just, they towered over everyone. Right. And I don't think people are going to be willing to give it to centers because they're because they, they'll say, oh, well, it's yeah. so easy for them. They were yeah, seven he, feet tall. Yeah. With MJ, on the other hand, he's he's six foot six, and so he's got to work for his buckets a little more. He's got to he got to be able to shoot from the outside, uh-huh. got to be able to handle the ball well, uh, be good in isolation situations, and so he's this he's this amazing athlete. But he also has to work for it. He has to drive to the basket and careen the ball around the trees a little bit. And right. So, and so in that way, I think people are attracted to that and want to be able to say it's, like, yeah, more high flying for sure. Exactly, more impressive. Yes. In yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come as easily to him as it does for. Will Chamberlain to back down this like five foot eight guy named Clint or something like that. <laughs> and they're just like dunk it on his head. Yeah. Um, then you have Kareem, Magic Johnson, and uh, Larry Bird. And that Larry Bird's part of this argument actually because Kareem and, and Larry were so like at odds at, during that during that time. Well, well, saying, yeah. Larry and Magic, yeah, because that was that was the big rivalry. Oh, right, like, right, right. Yeah, it's like oh, who's going to come out on top yes. here? They both got the better of one another a, a couple different times. And so I think when we, a couple things here. One, I think we look back on Magic Johnson and we say, okay, he was great in the 80s, uh, but then Michael Jordan surpassed him. And so that means that MJ was the better player than Magic. What I would like to point out is if they were in their prime at the exact same time, I think we might have a different story here. Really? Yeah. I really, Magic Johnson was so good that I think if they were at the exact same yeah. time going, because think about it. Before Jordan got his six titles, he he couldn't get past Larry Bird. He yeah. couldn't get past the Pistons. Well, he struggled against the Lakers. He took they took something. Yeah, well, we, I think you even talked about this on your on your podcast, and I remember listening to this. <laughs> uh, you were like, uh, yeah, for like the first was it? Uh, it was the Spurs that were the only team that could beat uh, uh, the 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 Bulls at a certain time because they covered them. So they had this one defense uh, that. 
they the that they couldn't figure out like the Bulls could not figure out at all. Was it the Spurs? I feel like or was it the Pistons? Was, was it Pistons? Oh, the, the Pistons. The yeah. Pistons. The they Pistons had, were the only team to like be able to like shut him down. It was just essentially like two on two on one. Uh, always like always just and then they figured out a way to do it and then they took the they took the, he took the, he finally got the 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 win or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Pistons they had this defensive scheme. And they called it the Jordan Rule. Right, the and, Jordan Rule. That's and, what it was. And what it basically was, for people who don't know, is whenever Michael Jordan has the ball, we're putting him on the ground right. somehow. That would never fly today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The, the league protects the players so much. Oh, now. yeah. They would be tweeting on Instagram, and they would essentially, people would be getting fired oh, because lighting, of how much power lighting they Lighting candles that yeah. fell to the ground. And, yeah, <laughs> like it's a totally different game yeah. now. Yeah. But back then, you could, like, you could really play. And I kind of miss that, actually. Like, tough playoff fouls. And, yeah. Nowadays, we have to go to the Jumbotron and see if it was it a flagrant one or a flagrant two. And yeah, yeah. I hate that. Um, so you're saying that if the, if the two of them were at, like, okay, so dream, dream team level, like they're all together, Magic would still be surpassing. You're saying a lot of these would be surpassing. I'm Mark saying I would love to see it because how yeah. we remember Magic Johnson uh, as compared to Michael Jordan is, so Jordan's first finals that he won, it was an aging Magic Johnson one year away from retiring. And it was actually impressive that Magic was able to even get that Lakers team to the finals. So that was Michael's first win. Then that's, I think it was either that summer or the next summer. Um, it's Magic Johnson is, he's retiring because of, because of AIDS, unfortunately. Right. He, not what he used to be. Uh, MJ shuts him down in practice. Then he comes into the locker room. Can we do? Can we just? Can we not call him MJ? Because when I think MJ, I'm starting to think. Uh, oh, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Uh, well, that's like also. I'm thinking. Oh, Michael thinking, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Say. Speaking of being canceled and uh, problematic stuff. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Though so, Michael Jordan, I'm pretty sure is not exactly a saint either. If I, if I ever. Oh, not it. a. Yeah. yeah. That's. True. I don't think anyone's going to argue <laughs> that, but. His mustache. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so then Jordan shuts down Magic in this, this legendary dream team practice. Right. And he comes back in the locker room and says there's a new sheriff in town. And that was sort of the storyline. Jordan has surpassed Magic as the greatest of all. But it's like, but wait a second. Magic Johnson was 32 and a year away from the game at that point. Michael Jordan is 26 years old. Oh, right. 26, 27 years old. That's, uh -huh. not, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see both of them when at they're... The, and they're prime. Both of them when they're 27. Right, yeah, right. Say, and we can't do that. It's, all, it's too bad... EA Sports never made like a dream team like like we need to, like this is almost like a it's almost like a like a Rocky movie like we need to be like uh, an AI uh, uh, artificial intelligence like visual f like a uh, game between the two of them to see it like matching their stats to like yeah to we figure need, it out we need time like machines where you can like just go <laughs> or back time with, machines yeah <laughs> that's what we use I'm the not time sure machine which, which one is more reasonable uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like time machines could do it yeah. <laughs> But then also in the 80s, you think of like Magic, Kareem, Bird, uh, beloved players that made the game popular. Do you remember what shoes they wore? No, absolutely not. No one does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then let's skip ahead to LeBron for a second where social media has reached a point where we, we know every single time that he takes a shit. <laughs> we know every single mistake he makes. We scrutinize it to death. Yes. Yeah. I remember there was an all-star game where it came down to the final play and he passed the ball and turned it over. And it was like, LeBron James wasn't willing to take the final shot on the All-Star game. Let's go to Pedro Gomez for a live report on this to see if LeBron has what it takes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, Pedro Gomez, I've been hiding out LeBron James' trash can after this egregious <laughs> play. Like, so, like, everything he does is so screwed. And part of that is his fault because LeBron is just one of the biggest ass, ass jigglers of all time. He's a ridiculous person. Define ass jiggler for uh, we, All right. On our podcast, we talk a lot about grabbing ass. Uh, it, it can mean a couple different things, but basically what it means is when you're try, trying to appease people and not be your best self. 
Okay, one more time. Wait, so you appease people, but no, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it gets in the way of you being your best self. Okay, okay, yeah. LeBron does that all the time. He wants he wants us to like him. He wants him. to be liked too much. He wants us to like him so bad. Yeah, and yeah. And that's so clear. And, and MJ was, uh, Jordan was a different animal in that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jordan was not like that. He had a killer mentality. Like this assassin mentality that no one can match. But my point being that we know everything about LeBron James. But then meanwhile, in the 1990s, we were at a point where we knew a lot about people. We didn't know so much as we do today. Right. Which sets the stage perfectly for it. Like Mike. If I could be like Mike, yeah. just make this guy a perfect Hercules. I think because of that, we have a revisionist history of him. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like... I feel like... Okay, so... I mean, there's just, there's so much there with Michael Jordan's charisma and because he was so tenacious that even though he has, yes, we don't know that much about him and he's like taking that shit, there's like just a level of quality. Like to me, okay, I, was Kobe not even mentioned in your list? I have Kobe outside of the top. I think he's somewhere between seven and 12. You think Kobe's le less than, than LeBron James? I, I think so, yeah. I think well, I, I would I would I, I mean I definitely disagree with you on that. I, I, if anything, it's it's those two top all the way in, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like si since Jordan, there's been Kobe comparisons and then LeBron compared, yeah. and, and I understand both. They're and, both trans transcendent. Talent. And this is almost funny because this is like the the two things y'all have in common with your hot takes is that it's you're dealing with like history here. Like there's no way we would have Michael Jordan if it wasn't for Ma Magic Johnson. And it wouldn't be right. the same thing with with Kareem and all and and, and Chamberlain and stuff too. And they, we, they're they're they are learning from each other and their mistakes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Great point. There's no way like obviously the newest version is going to be kind of the best. There's no it's just like a car, you know, like the Model T versus a Corvette. You know, 20, 2020 is going to be in that race. No, I mean, there's going to be personal subjective likes in those memes, like. There's going to be those people that like grew up with the Model T. It's like there's nothing. There's that's nostalgia, right? That's the whole point of nostalgia. Um, that said, I don't feel like Michael Jordan. I mean, you can win like, and there's also things that like have changed the game since the '90s as well. So like, like you're saying, like LeBron has gotten this far. Kobe has, like, clearly has won way more games than than uh, than Michael, right? Like he's gotten way more rings than him, right? So well, well, one fewer ring. Oh, it's one. Yeah, so J Jordan has six, Kobe has five. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. LeBron has three. LeBron right, has yeah. three. Uh, and LeBron still working on his, uh, Kobe, obviously. Uh, so, uh, okay, well then that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a kind of, beat, uh, proves my point, is that Michael still has, one, he still's got a fucking, he's got the mantle still. He's got still got the mantelpiece. You can't like dethrone him yet, right? There's also the level of like, he just had that, he has nostalgia behind him. He has like a, a Greek god power behind him. That if yes, we're if we're analyzing his like and I day think that's to day. Wally's point. Yeah, though. if we're analyzing his day to day, uh, what he was doing. I mean, it's impossible. I don't know. I feel like he still got. He's, he fucking made Space Jam, dude. He fucking <laughs> well, did. Which is still my favorite sports movie to this day. I was. It's a. It's a perfect. I mean, movie. what it's do the perfect. numbers say? You know, what what do the numbers say? What what are the you know. Wins above replacement. What about, uh, I don't know if basketball even does that, but, uh, you know, who's the top point getter? Okay, well, let's, I think those are two great points. First of all, let's take a look at the mantle. Right. Part of Michael Jordan's uh, Greek god status that he's earned is the fact that he went six for six in the finals. Right. And so we say, oh, he's, he's perfect. Right. He, oh, and there's also that awesome story about how he was fucking sick 
Um, and the flu game. The flu game. Yeah. And yeah, him crying at the end of it and shit. I mean, come on. It, it's like it's it's the stuff of hyperbole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's take a look at who he played in in those six title games. It was so the first one was a Lakers team, where as we said, it was it was Magic Johnson a year away from retirement, right? And 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 no one else. It was like fine role players behind him, yeah, but it's yeah. not a it's not a great Lakers team. Yeah, I mean, you know, they probably had hit Pippen and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so and yeah, Rodman so and, so, yeah. so the first three, Scottie Pippen is his teammate, who by the way, in his own right, is at least a top fifty player of all time. If we're being generous, for real though, I would even say like more like top thirty. Pippen, like Pippen's got a, such a sad story. Is that if 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 he if Michael Jordan. He just wrong place, wrong time. If he was born ten years later, ten years before, he would have been like, yeah, he would have had a lot. He would have had a lot more like recognition for sure. He was and he, six less titles. <laughs> <laughs> he true. would. He was. Pippen was so good on both ends of the floor. Oh, by for the way, sure, yeah. he had this the seven foot wingspan as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his Jordan's first three titles, he's got Pippen with him, and then the third. Uh, the second three P you add in Dennis Rodman, who's arguably the best defensive player who real, has, who's ever played the game. Uh-huh. And what kind of bothers me is that there was one point uh, where Jordan, it was like right after LeBron joined up with the Heat with Wade and Chris Bosh, and Jordan was like, "Oh, you know, that wasn't my era. We didn't like join up with our friends and, and form these super teams." I'm like, you know what, dude? You you kind of did. You yeah. kind of did. Yeah, you had yeah. two Hall of Famers as your teammates. Uh huh. Yeah. And then meanwhile, so that Lakers team. The Blazers team, uh, the second year, was, it was Clyde Drexler, uh, who's a, a very, very good player. Didn't have a lot around him. Uh, then it was Barkley with nothing around him. Uh, the, the next best player on the team was Kevin that. Johnson, who was, was like six foot two, yeah. mini chair. Um, then you have a very young Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Uh, and then you have a jazz team where yes, it was Stockton and Malone, but have you seen the rest of that that jazz team? It, oh. was, it was like they went into a local Utah Mormon church and just like filled out the rest of the team. Like I, uh, it's yeah, not a good team yeah. outside of Stockton and Malone. No, 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 not at all. I actually will say this: I am a, I'm, I to this day I still hate Stockton and Malone quite a bit. I'm a Kings fan. I was born in Sacramento. Okay, so uh, yes, yeah, Phil, Mike, you can all say your condolences to me later. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, like uh, there, that was also a pretty big rivalry. So uh, to this. Day, I'm like fuck those guys. <laughs> I'm not. I'll never be a fan of, of those two. But the Kings won the Instagram rivalry though, because they I actually yes. I follow them on Instagram. They oh. have a, a very funny Instagram. Oh really? Yeah, they do a great job. They actually yeah, the Reddit's actually pretty strong too. I think. Oh, I gotta check it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the point being, I I don't think any of those six teams are anywhere in the same universe as the Warriors teams or even the Spurs teams that LeBron had to play. Oh, I, I see. If Jordan is playing, had, it was a weak couple years. Yes, is what you're saying. If Jordan is going up against the Warriors that we know today, six different times, is he going six for six? I I don't think so. You know, I really don't think so. This is a funny thing too because this is also like a level of like uh, it's almost like okay, so like clearly NBA and sports in general, there's like a. a there's a shaping of somebody's molding the entertainment of it for sure, sure. right? Mm-hmm. There's somebody like. You know, like, like, well, especially the NFL, it's like an owner's league and stuff. So you like, there's people grow, like, I'm going to throw this here. And then somebody's rigging the, there's rigs all on, rigs and checks throughout all of like, they, the games. They tell like us that. who to like and who yeah, to not like. Exactly. And I feel like what you're kind of saying is also negating that as well. Okay. Because it is Michael Jordan. And then they're like, what, who, what's the best entertainment we can like kind of throw in this in this year right now. Like, well, we got Charles over there. We got Peyton over here. We got Stockton and stuff. Like, where would we, where could we put like Rodman ultimately? And obviously there's draft picks and shit like that too, but like they, they get traded. 
where can we put this to make this the most entertaining year? And that's the unfortunate part about about all this is that there's still like somebody pulling the strings. There's a writer. Somebody's writing this shit, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's human beings playing the game for sure. But I mean, come on. Like, we, we're not we're not all idiots here. Like, this shit's rigged. Do Especially in the 90s. Basketball is a conspiracy theory? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm a, did I not mention too. I'm a Kings fan? <laughs> did I not mention I'm a Kings fan where it was openly admitted that the, the, the Lakers... Openly cheated. Oh yeah, I, uh, I looked back. I, I looked at some YouTube videos with highlights. It's it's a joke. Oh dude, it's like mm. like the mafia like has their fingerprints all over. We should have ridiculous. at least won like the Western a few times had it not been absolutely. There's one yeah. time I was like, well, yeah, he, Fox just scored a half court short. So, so I, I don't know how. I gotta how be happened. honest. In in the scheme of things, while he's saying that Michael Jordan isn't the greatest all time, is kind of a lukewarm take in comparison to <laughs> basketball itself is written by scriptwriters. <laughs> I mean, How, that's he's, the crazier he's, thing. He's, he's does, right, though. He's right. Like, you guys don't fucking bet. Like, if you bet on games, it is one hundred percent rigged. And yeah. and I, I don't. I've never bet on gigs. I do know people that do bet, and they'll just be like, "Come on, like, come on." Like, say it's the the Celtics. Say the NFL too. Say it's the Celtics and Lakers in the finals, and the Celtics are up three games to one. You best believe the Lakers are going to win. That's it. They will make sure the Lakers will win that next 100%. game. One hundred percent to make sure the series keeps going. And oh they yeah, keep making money. Oh yeah, there's some way, somebody's <laughs> writing this shit. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. It's the world we live in, guys. That's That's not the world we live in. Imagine the cover up. That'd you be talk? crazy. There's, I mean, there's. It's minimal. It's it's money. It's money. Yeah. It's marketing. It's advertising. Yeah. It's people. <laughs> Behind the strings, behind behind the scenes, pulling the strings. No, your team can't just not win, and you go, "Oh, there's a scriptwriter in basketball." <laughs> no, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the players are going to win the yeah. game. So someone's going to tell Rajon Rondo, like, "Hey, man, listen, this is your you're going to touch the ball 32 times here." And no, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not saying that. No, Daddy. That's I, not, I would say it would go I'm far saying that, as that. that Raj, I'm you, saying, oh, you're saying you're, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you that I think the NBA is oh, a little bit rigged. But I was oh okay, but what you I thought you were saying that. Uh, somebody's going to touch the ball 32 times would, and that's in a script believe, somewhere. If someone were to have told me that, I would have believed them. I don't think it's... I, 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 yeah. I don't think there's like, as much as I, I, I'm, I'm such a softie for point shaving, it's my favorite crime. I, <laughs> I wish it happened more often. I, I wish there were like more point shaving going. I don't think it's to that extent because these guys are so well paid now that, uh-huh. that why would they go for that? Right. Yeah. But I do think that the referees, they, they'll be like, okay, let's see if we can kind of steer they, this game in they, the right direction. Yeah, speaking of refs, they're the fucking <laughs> like how you refer to the refs on your TV show. They're the fucking producers. Oh, yeah. They, oh, are, yeah. they are literally giving them lines to like fucking say to the other person or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not lines per se in the NBA or anything. Or but it's like, foul calls. It's, yeah, it's like, well, hey, yeah. I'll flagrant or whatever. You know, I, like, mm. I would even say that like the, the teams are even paid more to lose. So that way other teams can progress further. Oh, there's 100% like back betting on, on your shit for sure. I mean, <laughs> it's done, it's done in, 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 in boxing. We can all agree that on this, right? Mm-hmm. It is, there are fights specifically pr- produced by producers to make somebody win and somebody lose. They are yeah. matched up to uh, ringers. No, it's done in pro wrestling. <laughs> okay? It's not done. You're saying it, does, it doesn't happen in boxing? There, Of course, or there MMA? are people that are paid to take a fall. Yes. Of course. But I I, I, I want to go down for the box or something. <laughs> I, I, is, I'm looking for that opportunity. This is the tail <laughs> wagging the dog, man. You know? It's, this is... I, I'll give, I love that movie. I'll, great 90s That's movie. a great movie. I'll, yeah. I'll grant you that... 
you know, there are storylines crafted, but I think it's it's cause and effect. You know, I think the fight happens, the the, yes. the game happens, 100%. and then afterwards yes. we come in and we have the pundits and the and the and everything, and this, they this is the same craft thing. The world they want to this see. is America. To quote uh, somebody that was mentioned earlier from Atlanta, uh, Childish Donald, Gambino. <laughs> yeah, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. What a weird thing, by the way. That like for music, he goes by a nickname, and then for acting, he, it's like hey, you're the it's, he's it, cool. Like, Clark, like, Clark <laughs> Super or something like that. Like, we see who you are. Oh, we like, got, we're talking four hot takes today. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. Okay. This is America. Everything's scripted. Even down to... And everything is essentially a reality TV show these days. Ooh. Fucking... Even down to the fucking elections of the president of the United Listen, States. Listen, I've got a flat earth to sell you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are burning hot. Uh, yep. We're burning hot today. I think we're going to take a five-minute break. Uh, that was a lot. Thank you so much for those hot yes, takes, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we'll be right Am back. Am I right about Jordan? <laughs> I, <Am> I-, <laughs> I, I need to like... Do an extensive amount of research on, <laughs> on Jordan. We'll come back with uh, the research of Amelia Gonzalez. I, I just want to watch Space Jam afterwards. That's it. <laughs> uh, and uh, right back. President, uh, Vice President. Uh, House of Representative people, I uh, glad we're all organized here in the uh, in the Situation Room. There is something very much going on in the culture today and in America. I, we definitely need to talk about. Proceed. <laughs> there, as you can see, there is an epidemic of catharsis in America currently. Mm. Everything we are currently going th- there is nothing there for the laughs. It is all just make everybody feel an emotion. And that's not what this country was founded on. That's right. This country was founded on guns and chewing tobacco. Guns, chewing tobaccos, and laughs. Yeah. That's what this, this is. The, we're all about the laughs here, United States. All right? And just riding on the back of a bald eagle <laughs> and, and just shitting on a baby until you laugh to the and bank. Flipping off all those terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for the laughs. Just for the laughs. Just for the laughs. Yeah. We all, all them, that's by the way, can I say I just... Go ahead. Mr. President, you do not have to. You do not have to say, can you just say anything? You say whatever you President want. President Batman, you could say whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you. I just um, I just want to say how great it is that we're all together again. You know, mm-hmm. like I know that there's <sighs> been some tension in the past. and I think it's my fault. I just, I just, you know, sometimes I feel a little self-conscious that I'm. No, stop it. Wait, 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 stop wait, stop him. No. Somebody put him. Oh, thanks for thanks for tasting that. Catharsis is everywhere. <sighs> we have to stay vigilant. <sighs> okay, sorry. We cannot let the catharsis get to us. Okay. Uh, I feel catharsis coming on right now. Get out of here. I'm learning something from this moment. The power of last compels you. The power of last compels you. The power of last compels you. He see him start shaking his eyes, rolling back. Starts laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike Pence, you are hilarious. Uh, all right. We all, I mean, it, it's, by the way, thank you for staying on despite the fact that I killed Donald Trump <laughs> and you served him as president. Listen, <laughs> really good. Of I'll, you. I'll follow anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, okay. We know that it, 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 there's a, a true catharsis. Uh, we have brought in the National Guard. 
they they are currently patrolling the streets right now uh, with uh, Gonzo Gonzo uh, uh, eyebrows and uh, nose and eyeglasses mask just some, just for a laugh carrying rubber chickens throwing at people trying to give it out to the people just so people get the things that we need mm-hmm. we all know that the TV shows and the producers they're putting out too much emotional shit okay sure and it's just infecting us they're it's, making it's the country infection. think it's ma- it's making them think and that's not what we want that's not what we want I agree great plan with Gonzo I mean. Who doesn't love Gonzo? You know, I, you know, whenever I see him, I just go right God back to damn it! Batman. <laughs> Jesus. And I know you're prone to emotional things because your parents died in a very sad no, way. Don't bring oh, you get over Get over Get over Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for uh, uh, spraying the spritzer water in my face and uh, pulling my nose. Oh, Jesus. I really needed that laugh. Uh, uh, did Dude. I ever tell you how I got these scars? <laughs> Hey, wait a second. Is that a fake mustache? <laughs> Zip. Ah! It's me, the Joker. Oh. <laughs> and this is this is exactly what I want. I'm I'm we're going to team up Batman because we cannot let we can't let these Americans go to a to a serious place. Okay? Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page here for once that Mike Pence, Batman, the Joker, we can all agree on one thing. Uh, what do you think, Catwoman? <laughs> I think it's a perfect idea. Oh. Very, very perfect. <laughs> All right, thank you guys all for coming here. We um, this is another week of the Joey's TV show support group. Um, uh, how you doing? Oh, not. It's too soon. How you doing? And how you doing to you? And how you doing to you? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Um, as you know, it's been 15 years since um, we all had to power through Joey. And yet it feels like yesterday. It, it continues to feel like just yesterday. Yeah. That I flipped on NBC and was expecting that my favorite character from the show would be able to carry a, a new franchise. And, and yet I just, I ended up naked on the floor crying. Mm. Uh, you know, no one told How's, you life was going to be this way. Good shit, good shit. Yeah. Good shit, good shit, good shit. Uh, oh, man. Wow, I, yeah, that I got flashbacks just thinking of the the, the theme song for Joey, which I can't mm-hmm. think of right now. But you know, the other day I passed no, that's by good. the building. Just, thank you. It's good. Yeah. It was good. What, what were you gonna say? I passed by the the building, the building, oh. the oh, apartment gosh. complex. The apartment and I just, complex. Yeah, and I just I I cried right there. I the considered I considered moving. I I said I yeah. can't be in the same town as this mm-hmm. building anymore. Oh yeah, it's just it's haunting. It's like taunting, and it's just I. Yeah. It's it's just one of those things where we have to we have to move on. Yeah, and I don't know if I can. You can't move. I, don't I know. Don't. I it's okay. You're I doing can't so stop strong. Watching as seasons, it's just like I can turn on any episode, and, and it's just like it never ended. And I know you've struggled with it a lot. You've uh, you were a, a Joey dealer for a little while. I was. Uh, you would uh, I started, because it wasn't available on yeah. any any platforms. You kind of uh, kind of ran the underground market for Joey. I did. Um, but you have repented, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's a struggle every day. Like I said, when I saw the the building, it just it brought me back to back to a place. Back to the, just, back to the place where where you wanted to start selling things again. I I, I remember how 
happy I was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had a I had a temptation or two. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, yeah. you were right. To, you were right to call us. And okay. That was really brave good, of you. Good. I, I feel very welcomed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. That's really great. Uh, you mind stepping aside for a second, real quick? Okay. Amelia, yeah. yeah. Hey, you got any? Uh, <laughs> you got any Joey tapes? You, 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 you still think I'm doing this? Er, okay, yeah, yeah. they can't hear us. You got any Joey tapes? I maybe we should move a little further. Oh, like, just, just yeah, a little I'll further. Oh, Adam, thanks for taking the cigarette break with me outside. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, 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 hey! What's going on here? Uh, oh, oh, hey! You're just talking about the good place. The good place. Yeah, oh, really? the best, the best sitcom on television. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he clearly rolls his eyes as yeah. he says that. <laughs> really hey, yeah. cool. We all, we all know we take our cigarette breaks and with with a good place uh, viewing, just because just to white, just to get ourselves clean. Okay? Hey, uh, yeah. do you guys mind? Uh, we're gonna go in the back and. Uh, Wait a second. I smell something. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No, I don't. I, I mean, no, do you that, smell something? Adam? Yeah, I smell. Is, is that your car noir? Um, it smells like a, a, a superstar actor struggling to stay afloat. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. No, I, I, you know. Hey, what's this? I don't know how that got there. Fuck! 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 Are you guys Come fucking on. kidding me? What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> You know how hard it is to find a good quality sitcom. That's why we're here for you, <laughs> damn it. We're, that's why we're here. Okay, we all, we've discussed this, all right? If you're really feeling bad, just like uh, heroin addicts take methadone, Joey addicts can watch episodes. Yes, okay? great it's idea. Not, it's not Friends. It is technically still Joey Tribbiani because they do reference it a lot, but it's a different show on a different Guys, network. listen, I'll, I'll come clean to you. Yes, I was looking for a fix. I was. Oh, thank you for being honest. Yeah, listen, I, it's really hard for me right now. I've just, oh, but, fucking, if I want watch one more episode of episodes, I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, that show. There's fucking British inside people. Inside baseball, I know. Oh my God. And it's hard to get. Listen, just be honest with us from now on, okay? Like yeah. we're 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 here for each other. We're all going through the same struggle. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I I'll, I think I speak for all of us when I say that no matter what happens, I'll be there for you, okay? <sighs> When the rain starts when to the fall. When the rain starts to fall? Uh, yes, exactly. I'll be there for you. Like, I have been there before. <laughs> Clearly, you guys need to give us your chips back. My two-day chip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. I worked so right. hard for this. Yes, yeah, hand, me, hand us back that two-day chip. That goes to people the... who have earned it. Thank you. But you can earn it again. And let's. Uh, and by chip, these are spicy Dorito chips. They're spicy. <laughs> They're spicy. <laughs> All right, can we? I think this was good for us. Can we all take a second to do the Joey Survivor group creed? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, why don't you lead us? Okay. God, grant me the serenity. God, grant us the serenity. To always remember how great Friends was. To always remember how great Friends was. To remember that Joey is not friends. To remember that Joey is not friends. And to always be aware that I can't change that. <laughs> and always be aware that I can't change that. Uh, Marta Kaufman and Dave Crane walk in. <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? We can change it. Joey's coming on the air. What? No, don't fuck with us like that, Crane. That's not a funny joke. It's not. No, it's true. <laughs> if, and if we know anything from Joey, you're not funny anymore, Crane. Listen, 
That is true. You're right. But, but, <laughs> but it doesn't matter anymore. The networks are getting desperate. They gave us a shitload of money. They're rebooting Joey? They're, we're bringing it back, baby. And you guys were the first people I needed to tell <laughs> because I am really fucked up. What's and, the, what's the last time you had, what's the last time you had a Joey fix? Oh, man. I'm writing that shit every day. <laughs> We cut to Crane, uh, like uh, in his apartment. He's uh, he's just writing and writing, like almost like a like a, a scene from Train Spotting. He's seeing babies crawling on the walls. It's Dross's baby. Take it easy. And then he eats more lasagna. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, and a plate of shrimp. Mmm, that's good comedy. Knock knock knock. Who who is it? Come in. <laughs> Hey, it's me, uh, the guy who plays Joey. Oh, Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Come on in. Hey, I, you want me to it's... run some light? Oh, what the hell is going on here? Marty, have you even left the apartment here, man? Uh, man, I am just, you know, I, when inspiration hits you, you just you just got to take it and run, you know? Oh, Jesus. This is good stuff. We're going to be back on top. This, um, man, I... I I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I've already moved on past friends here, man. Like, like with what? What are you doing? What, you what, got episodes? No, episodes is done. I, I doing I, that car show. I'm doing. I'm on some TBS show where I play an old dad. It's it's really. And that's fulfilling for you. I mean, I'm not. At least I'm not playing the same character over. I, I, that's why I just wanted to talk to you. It's it's over, man. We're, Matt, listen. It, you need. I help. hate to break it to you. You need help, Marty. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm glad you. I, I'm glad you came in here for me. But I think we got this. You know, I just need help making this show a reality. That's what I need to take Joey three to the top. We're skipping Joey two. No one needs it. Joey three. Yeah. This is a, you, you want to make a featured film out of this? That's a great idea. No. <laughs> Let's do it. We cut to uh, Marty at a, at a uh, studio pitch meeting. So, needless to say, we're very excited and anxious to hear this pitch. Oh yes. Oh yes. All right. So. Let me break it down for you. You loved Friends. Oh, did we ever? Classic. Right. Very classic. Let's bring it back to the 90s, yeah? Oh, the good old days Everyone loves Universal the 90s. NBC. Pokemon is huge right now. Michael Jordan, everyone agrees, greatest of all time. <laughs> Love is Haynes commercials. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how about those Rayvok battery commercials? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, those were the best. I'm a millennial. Yeah, Apollo uh, Creed is a great movie. Mike, that's the Michael Jordan you're talking about, right? Get that guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you. You love friends. You thought Joey was all right. Had a lot of promise. <laughs> no, we did not. No. <laughs> funny joke. <laughs> There's the comedy writer. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is rich. All right, all right. Well, we, we cut now, Marty, to uh, outside of Universal with like the weird Spider-Man people trying to like sell pictures of themselves. He's uh, desperate to sell a script. Oh, get out of here. Get, let go of me. No, let go please, of me. please. I have a great idea. No. It's it's Joey, but it's the third. What are you talking about? Let's, All right, listen. Don't touch my, don't touch my, get away from Sorry, my daughter. Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, that's, I'm um, very touchy and lonely, but <laughs> look, I'm just desperate for a sale, okay? We, I was once on top. This is a good idea. I know what I'm doing. I know what comedy is. It's an Italian man eating a lot of food <laughs> over and over and over again until he's stuffed. No, you seem get to out be of here. Into- no, no oh, get out of here. Jesus. You need help, man. Oh. You need to go get some help. I tried that. There's a support group for it, believe it or not. It's crazy. But a lot of people are into this idea. I can make this work, guy on the street. <laughs> 
listen, I, I'm just the, I'm just the head of Fox Entertainment. I don't know how I can help you, man. I'm, I'm, get, I'm, I'm going. It's to, funny I'm, to meet you in these <laughs> circumstances. Uh, look, look, look. Here's my sale. All right, just, just the, hear me out. Stop my, unbuckling uh, my pants. Uh, uh, you can stop it. Uh, you can't do this. All right, stop <laughs> unbuckling scene. my pants. <laughs> 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 That's gonna be my improv from now on. <laughs> Whatever scene I'm in. Uh, has anybody got another one? <laughs> Have you ever committed suicide on a scene before? <laughs> uh, I, I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> to I, did, I did that once. Like we were bombing so badly, and it took place at the beach that we just like grabbed hands, and be like, like Thelma and Louisa, like hey, let's go in the water. <laughs> yeah, and and we just ran into the crowd <laughs> and said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we cut to uh, 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 Michael. Uh, we're we're on. We're doing a scene. Dude, this scene is not doing good. Mm-mm. Jesus Christ! It's going so poorly that we we stopped in the middle we're of a so live show <laughs> to time talk out. about. Hey, timeout! We're gonna take a timeout. Hey, is that that's cool with you guys at the clubhouse? Okay, cool. We're gonna take a uh, timeout. There's no one here. So. But, you only, you only, but you only have a thirty second timeout. So make sure you check back in quick. Okay, thank you. Jesus, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get out of this scene? Even the refs mad at us. Listen, I mean, listen. It's America, and everything's scripted. Maybe we should just like I don't know, like let's just start reading some fucking lines from like a movie or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. You guys ever hear okay. Joey 3? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a surprisingly good movie. It's actually, actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess we could try that if the, you want. I actually heard the start was the, 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 the how the production of it was very problematic. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. A lot of casting couch stuff. Yeah, no, that, that was weird uh, for an otherwise very, you know, wholesome and non-problematic show. <laughs> but, uh, Oh, it looks like they're they're hitting us up. Okay, I don't well, know. they're giving us the light to start again. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, listen. Let's all just right. all read different scripts and see if maybe that helps. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll we go see first. A, we, we see a guy in the corner smoking a cigar. Hey, before you go back out there, how would you like to make a little scratch? <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, what do you? Well, I mean, this is improv. We did not expect to make any money today. <laughs> yeah, tell tell us more, oh, sir. Oh boy, do I have an offer for you? But let me get into the part of the hallway. It's a little darker for a second. There we go. Oh, yeah. are we going to be up on eight uh, seconds? So yeah. let me take a quick bite of a meatball. <laughs> oh, that's a good meatball. Okay, now wait me- a second. Step into the light. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it's President Batman. <laughs> President Batman, what, what, what do you have for us? That's right. It's me. I'm so. Look, <laughs> I didn't know you were such a fan of meatballs. <laughs> Wait, take off that mask. Oh my God, President Batman's Joey. <laughs> Joey Tribbiani. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> but listen, look, I'm in the business. I'm in the comedy business, of course, and I really want to take over this theater. If you guys shave a couple laughs off of your set. I would really appreciate oh, it. Man. It'll help this theater shut down. Can rig, It'll help me take <laughs> rig rig the clubhouse to fail. Oh. I mean, I feel like we could just kind of just do whatever. It's still gonna do it. I mean, if you guys yeah. been to the bathrooms, <laughs> jeez, inside our baseball, am I? You know what I'm talking about. Well, you guys, yeah. you're talented kids. There's too good of a chance that you're gonna get a laugh accidentally. Wait, I want you to. You're. You, wait, you walked in with that that other team with uh, all those UCB improvisers. You're, are you trying to rig this cop, this show to make them come out on top? <laughs> Son of a bitch. What do you Welcome mean? to America. 
uh, we cut. Okay, so we we cut to uh, uh, like a press conference after the uh, after the improv show. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we really tried our best out there. We, uh, you know, we we really tried. We uh, we got uh, pressed in the paint. Uh, there were some good initiations, but uh, you know, ultimately, you know, we we lost, and you know, we're gonna try to get them next t- next year. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Champ, champ, uh, Karen Roscoe, Chicago Tribune. Uh, you, you guys really uh, just uh, uh, not to be disrespectful, but you really didn't look like yourself out there. Like, like some of the normal chemistry you developed during the season, it really seemed like it fell apart. Yeah. Is there trouble in the cl- in the locker room? Uh, well, uh, no- I, I don't think I don't think so. I, I think- mean, no tr- more trouble than uh, than any comedy locker room out there. <laughs> yeah. Where we're selling jokes to each other. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just basic, basic joke stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like nothing, it, nothing new, nothing new, not no different. Uh, some pe- there, are, yes, there has been some accusations of dosing. That there's been some accusations of dosing on uh, laugh juice, uh, aka alcohol. That, correct, uh, correct. Yeah, before the show, and you know that's uh, we're not like any other comic. There, we do have a lot of we do have a lot of other. Uh, there's there's things going in on in the ether that. You know, we have no control over. Uh, it's ultimately, it's how you play the game. It's how the audience reacts. We cut the sports center. Linda Cohn here, breaking news has just come in from the improv comedy world. The Fingies have admitted <laughs> to, to dosing while they're in their comedy locker room. We go to Pedro Gomez, who's live on the scene. Pedro, uh, what, what, a huge story that's just come out. What have, what have you been hearing? Take us through what's happened in the past 24 hours here. Well, look, the Fingies, it's not looking good for them right now. Uh, the... Rampant corruption throughout the scene, uh, <laughs> rampant dosing, uh, and, and it's it's a shame because you know all signs report to that uh, it was directly from the top. the The head coach was just you know supplying the players. There, there's a whole drug circuit of, of of laugh juice, and it's really corrupting the league. Uh, we uh, we we cut back to uh, just outside of uh, of the the clubhouse. Uh, Amelia's with, with her trench coat. Uh, uh, she's uh, coming up to other performers. What? I I don't I don't know. What What do you got? What What do you got? What do you got? Well, I got the the giggle juice. The giggle juice. I got um, laughs a lot. Okay. Hey, wait a second. Is and that a Joey DVD? <laughs> <laughs> I'ma hit you with a dose. I'ma get a little closer. I'ma get a little more. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bachelor Zone, uh, um, Bachelor Peeps, Mike, Danny. Thank you guys so much for coming on. That was so fun. Some hot, hot, hot takes. Um, I'm going to throw up this uh, this little uh, Instagram stuff. Go ahead and uh, what, what do you guys got to plug? Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? Yeah, uh, so for for our show, um, we got the Bachelor in Paradise uh, fina- season finale coming up next week, and so I, I think it's it's going to be a really fun episode. Uh, okay, it's been a, a great season uh, as it is, and so this will be uh, the end of it. And then after that, we have uh, Batch Awards for the Bachelorette and for Bachelor in Paradise. I think this will come out uh, right when the Bachelor, the, your last episode of uh, the Bachelor Zone, will be coming, or the last uh, award season. I think at, at the end of September. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so uh, whenever some iteration of The Bachelor uh, comes to an end for the season, we wrap it up by doing what we call the Batchy Awards, where we uh, we hand out, uh, we do categories like Best Trip to the Smoocheria. Nice. Uh, best Defensive Player, the Steal of the Year, uh, Mayor Chokedown for the Year. Cool, cool, cool. And it's almost like it's a perfect opportunity to fall in love with the show because it's the best of for the uh, show, right? Exactly, yeah, there it is. Uh, I love that. Yeah, um, and then uh, what about you, Danny? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Naruto on Netflix lately. Hell yeah. You guys you check would, that out. Wait, which one? Uh, Naruto. Naruto. Okay, I'm not familiar. 
Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> maybe check that out. Uh, great plug. Better than the good place, apparently. <laughs> uh, better than the good place. Fleabag's pretty good on Amazon Prime. You guys want to watch right. that? I'm, I'm not affiliated it. with either of those shows anyway, but uh, just good recs. Okay. Good <laughs> well, uh, as you can see on the screen here, and uh, for all those people in podcast land, uh, for Instagram, it's Condoleezza Rice with a zero oh, for the boy, second zero. C-O-N-D-O-L-E-E-Z-Z-A underscore Rice. If someone were just to Google your name, uh, would that be possible to find you social media wise? Well, Condoleezza Rice, a former Secretary of uh, State. No, your name. Uh, Dan Daddy. Yeah, they, yeah, could, yeah. they could find me. Uh, you got any shows? Are you perform anywhere? You're, uh, you're uh, pretty sure. popular at the pack, right? Yeah, no, I do a lot of shows at the pack. I uh, have a monthly sketch show with Pillow Monster. It's a new team that I uh, just joined. They're uh, terrific name. Lovely, That's super good. lovely, yeah. <laughs> like lovely group of folk. Um, every once in a while, I'll do a, a bit show here and there that. Probably at this point, you know, God knows when the podcast will come out, so I'll be on a different show. <laughs> so I'll just plug Pillow Monster. And uh, you know what? I have a new uh, <laughs> pilot coming out soon at the Pack Theater. Oh, cool. So keep your uh, eyes peeled. Follow him on that. For, yeah. Follow Instagram for that. And There's going to be a, a reading for it uh, sometime next month uh, in October. And then Wally, what, what do you got for uh, social media? Uh, so my Instagram is the boy of the people. Uh, and so I, I do a lot of like bachelor's own updates on that. And also I have some, some very, very cute nieces and nephews that oh, I, I tend to post about cool. too. So <laughs> nice. even, even if you don't like me, but you like cute kids, like I, I can hook you up. Hell yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. What about you, Amelia? You got anything? Uh, just my Instagram, Caras de Amelia. And, uh, I'm Ooh, probably, say that again? Caras de Amelia. No. Caras de Amelia. <laughs> yeah. The okay. one time I'll speak Spanish. Uh, and then um, you're also thinking about going to NYU Tisch program. Yeah. So send out your PayPal so people can start donating uh, to that. My Venmo, yeah. yeah Venmo. Uh, I think it's just Amers. It's uh, A-Y-M-M-E-R-S. I'm going right. to get all these people. That will be in the show notes. Okay. Uh, so feel free to <laughs> donate. Um, and For my college fund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this will be coming out at the end of September. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, next week, we do have our two-year anniversary coming out. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, we do have our two-year anniversary, and uh, you can. There will be a website. There will be some very special show announcements happening up, and mm. I just have something very, very uh, special planned for all of you. So go ahead and follow us at Go Finger Guns on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, YouTube, anything where you like us and you absorb this stuff. Mm -hmm. You like this show. Uh, yeah, prove to us that you're real, but also just yeah. prove to us that you're out there listening and appreciating what we got. And because prove to us that fingies will not catch on. <laughs> that it will never catch on. If you like fingies, write it down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, let us show you how much we appreci appreciate you by... Uh, we'll give you a shout out if you uh, leave us a, a review. Um, so, uh, without further ado, this has been Finger Guns Comedy. <laughs> Finger Guns Comedy. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. 
There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with Black Friday prices inside and out. Like artificial Christmas trees starting at just $39.98 or outside lights and playful inflatables to bring joy to the neighborhood. Order holiday decor online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with an assortment of holiday decor plus free online delivery from homedepot.com. How doers get more done while supplies last.